0: This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be
1: bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. And today we are blessed with another guest. We're going to be talking about speaking within leadership. And we're not talking management that kind of feels and looks like leadership, but actual true to goodness leadership. Gabriel Basque is an executive coach. He's with LMI. He's in Moncton, New Brunswick. And I have to say this because this is fascinating. He had the honor, the dubious honor of being nominated as the top personal trainer in Canada with his previous career doing personal fitness. So Gabriel, congratulations on that nomination. Let's talk about that a little bit. But firstly, before we jump into that, welcome to the podcast. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really intrigued in having this conversation with you. So thanks so much for having me. It's an honor having you here. So let's talk about your journey through personal fitness a little bit, and then we can jump into how that journey itself brought you to where you are today. So talk about that journey through personal fitness and how it's motivated you, still probably does today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think a really great start would be to talk a bit more about what happened prior my journey with fitness. I used to be a correctional officer. I got laid off and I got a full 12 months unemployed. And that was a really hard year. I got rejected 20 plus times to get a job. And mm-hmm. eventually, I seek understanding about what is life is all about. Why am I here? What are my passions? And that led me to believe that my number one passion at that time was people. And my second biggest passion was fitness. So that's what brought me to Good Life Fitness at the age of 20, 21, Again, I was unemployed prior to that. So I didn't really knew what I was doing. I just really cared for people. And it actually took me five months to get a position because of my lack of communication skills. Okay. I really had a hard time. I was extremely reserved. And I really had a hard time connecting with people or, as a matter of fact, having any conversation with any stranger. But I knew I needed to go get clients. So I had to break myself out of that comfort zone. And long story short, in my first year, I got not a top chair in Canada. Um, I had four positions within five years with that company. And eventually, when I discovered my purpose, I shift gears a bit, and I joined LMI. But in that fitness industry experience, bit about more of the details, my first ever client, her name was Mel. She was 31 years old. This is Obviously, she signed up July 2011, and that's when she, I guess, committed onto herself. She was literally 263 pounds, and then within 12 months, she lost 100 pounds, ran a 5K. Six months after, she ran a half marathon. So that was the first ever client I coached. There's many more results that came out of that, but um, that's a bit, about the, a bit about the clients and the experience, and I've generally blessed to be part of a lot of different stories in that industry.
1: That in itself is a phenomenal story. Firstly, how you were able to crawl out of that shell yourself. I used to stutter when I was a kid and you know a lot of people know that story, but when I tell it, people go, oh, wow, really you? So I know what it's like to not have the gift of gab and to be nervous. And then all of a sudden you're put into that position in your case, where if you don't open your mouth and speak, you're not getting clients, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to keep your job (laughs) and you'll be again, looking for something else to do and wondering what's next. And then on top of that, to have that nomination, which sounds like a very, that sounds like a dubious honor unto itself, having that within a short, sorry, what did you say? It was a year and you, you had that nomination?
0: Every year that I was with Good Life, I've mm-hmm. always nominated any top 500. They have some sort of a, a award out of the thing. It's like 14,000 employees. There's the 500 of all departments that get a paid um, trip in Toronto, etc. I'll be honest, that was never the goal or the destination. Honestly, they even knew it existed. I was, wow. I just serve as many people I've sold for close to $150,000 of personal training. My first year I service over 1,800 paid hours in, in that 12 months, and it was never the actual goal. It was just like, I'm going to help as many people as possible. And then I get a call, Hey Gabe, you got nominated top trainer in Canada, and there's only 10 nominees and there's thousands of trainers. And most of those nominees was obviously experienced trainers level six five when i was just a level one trainer <laughs> barely oh. for the first three to six months i wasn't even certified and just kind of <laughs> just did my best and i guess a lot of uh, hard work
1: and apparently your best paid off the story about your first client wow you know wow for her yeah. for achieving those goals personally but wow for you for- for being the motivator behind that, because, I mean, I think most of us have probably been there where, you know, we have the desire to do something, whether it's quit smoking, lose weight, whatever it is. And if we don't have that person that's continuously helping us move forward, especially when things get tough, because let's face it, if you want to lose, this is obviously not a personal fitness podcast, but, you know, we talk a lot about speaking and goal setting and all those things, you know, if you want to lose, or if you need to lose a hundred pounds, that first 20 might be really easy for you, but then the next 80 might be a huge steep hill to climb. Yeah.
0: Since this is obviously a speaking podcast, there's definitely a great lesson I've learned from her because I always ask my clients, like, why did you commit it to your first plan? Because I get to learn from that. And because she could barely afford it, but she made the decision to afford it. What I learned from her, which really profoundly impacts your ability to communicate better when it comes to leadership. She told me, she looked me in the eyes, she said, Gabe, guess what? I signed up because I felt like you, you believe more in me than I believe in myself. Wow. And when that clicked, that's suddenly when she made the decision about, wow, well, there's a guy here that believes in me more than I can believe in myself. And then it was never about the money. Her last package that she took, she's like, Gabe, this is my last renewal. What's the cap? I said two or 10 sessions. That was the actual cap. And that was like, I don't know, $13,000 agreement Mm -hmm. and uh, four times a week for a year plus of personal training. And she, I'll be honest. And again, it was her own personal decision because like I always say to all my clients, I'm not here to motivate you. I'm here to inspire you so you can motivate yourself. I had a small piece of those results in her life. It was really up to her to motivate herself. I just happened to be the guy beside her and holding her hand and giving her a bit of encouragement. And her last agreement, like I said, $13,000 agreement, she literally did like a, I think it was a three-year loan to pay for her package.
1: And obviously got huge results. You're right. I think we should talk about speaking and communication because we're talking about it from a personal training perspective, but now you've shifted your focus even more because through LMI and and some of your other channels, you're now coaching high-level executives. And a lot of that coaching, I gather as a speaker trainer, I know a huge portion of that coaching probably isn't just about being a better leader. Or if it is, it's about communication because communication, I believe, and I think we're cut from a similar piece of cloth, communication is, it's the foundation to solid leadership.
0: Absolutely. Leadership, what I'm really grateful for, I've joined LMI five years ago. LMI has been running for 60 years over Mm -hmm. in the country. And obviously, I've been blessed in so many ways of having proven processes that I get to learn also as I facilitate them with clients. The more I'm deepening my understanding, obviously, I know there's 16 competencies when it comes to leadership, all of these soft skills of leadership. Communication, empowerment, delegation, getting the best out of people, knowing how to effectively coach, teach, mentor, train. Those are all key ideas. And I'll be honest, if there's one skill a leader can grow into, which is really communication, uh, the greatest skill that someone can improve upon in the leadership, in my opinion, is listening skills. But communication definitely really encompass all of these things that I feel it's probably the, again, the the most important skill
1: as a leader is to improve your communication skills. And like you said, and I like how you said it, communication just isn't about the speaking part. If anything, the listening is probably more important than the speaking, I would imagine. Yeah,
0: it's hands down. When you look at school system, as an example, there's a lot of emphasis on speaking, writing, yes, there's a small amount of focus on listening. And to be honest, leaders do more listening than they do speaking, or they should. When you look at coaching, effective coaching, you actually do 90% listening, 10% asking, and then 0% telling. Right. So if you're listening 90% of the time, knowing how to effectively listen, and dramatically shapes your influence. And obviously that is that is leadership.
1: It's one of those things that in the speaking world, and certainly now that I'm assisting people launch podcasts, that they're wrestling with the listening part. It's very easy to speak. It's very easy to respond, but to respond in a way that shows that you are listening to, for example, if you're in an interview setting, like we are right here, by the way, Gabriel Basque is my guest today, executive coach, phenomenal discussion we're having here today. The power of the listening is phenomenal. You can tell when someone hasn't listened clearly because their response is usually something like, wow, cool, awesome. Something that's very robotic and not contributing to the conversation or not stemming from something that that person has said. It's like, wow, that's, I like that, but that isn't necessarily contributing. So I want to jump on to take what we were just talking about, because I think this is part of your mantra. This is part of how you coach. And I want to get to it because I think in talking just about speaking versus listening and how it's all part of communication. I think it's a good time to bring this in and I want you to take the lead on this because I know this is in your wheelhouse, raw, real, and relevant. Yeah. When you coach or when you're talking to executive coaches, when you say raw, real, and relevant, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, I feel that people live their life too much based on what people say, think, or do. There's just, Too much people dimming their light because of who they're spending their time with. And when someone realizes the potential we gain through just being real, raw, and relevant, being truthful with who you are, leading by example, sharing that message of hope around you, then obviously more people will do the same. And when you allow yourself to be truthful and to show up in, in that state, for yeah. me that was a delicate journey, and then, hence my insecurities, lack of confidence, inability to speak. My biggest fear for years, even joining LMI, was still public speaking. By mm-hmm. mild, so I I received my purpose. I quit my job and I joined LMI full commission. Even though my biggest fear was communication, public speaking. Um, so what came out of that was, do you know what? I'll do the complete opposite. I'll just be truthful with who I am. And and I'm just going to show up because I know like Muhammad Ghani says, if you want to see the world to change, you must first be the change. Yes. So my hope through my coaching and how I show up on social platforms, in my family life, I just want to be raw, real, and relevant because Deep down, we have a a thirst to do the exact same thing.
1: That's true with speaking too. You just made a very good point that how you show up is very important. And when people see that you're showing up, not only the way that you intend, but the way that you want people to see you, that's huge. I wanted to jump back to the raw, real, and relevant. And I wanted to ask you, when you say to executives, when you're coaching to them, And you first say raw, real, and relevant. They're hearing it for the first time. How do they generally react to that?
0: A bit puzzled. Okay. Um, They're not quite sure, I guess, what I mean by that. But as they get to know more Gabe, they get to see it through my actions. Mm -hmm. I'm an extremely open book. I have a story which I don't mind to share. And I usually, when I do share some of my deep, dark secrets, I looped it back around by expressing how do you know what by you sharing your own story you're allowing other people around you to do the same
1: and when you say raw real and relevant do you sometimes get the well i'm already being raw real and relevant that's what i do so do you get some pushback saying well i'm already doing that do you get that i don't need to hear this i already know it absolutely well it's the same like saying
0: one of my greatest gifts From what I do is the people I work since specifically were technically out of the, let's say corporate or the organizational field, we're working with extremely humble leaders that are people oriented. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: I don't often have these conversations because they would usually not even give me a chance to have a conversation. Yeah. They think they, again, the book Mindset illustrates that point really well, difference between having an open mind versus a closed mind. But there's a lot of people that has a big ego and you think they know better. But the second, and as I'm sure most people that listen to this know, is that the second you tell yourself that you already know, that's when you're really putting a ceiling on how you can actually grow and evolve and change. It's fairly rare because again, one of the greatest gifts is the people I spend time with are extremely open and
1: extremely humble. That's a blessing because I can certainly see how, because you're dealing with people that are high level executives, they have MBAs, they've spent in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars, they have years of experience. And in some cases, I can see the ego getting in the way saying, even if it's only mental in their minds, they're saying, I already know this, or I know it already. I don't know if, how, or even if Gabriel can help me, yeah. but I'm here to listen because. But the fact that you can transform their thinking and through transforming their thinking, really nailing down raw, real, and relevant and taking those puzzled looks off their faces speaks to how you are raw, real, and relevant and how that allows them to see, oh, okay, maybe I'm not as raw, real, and relevant as I thought I was, or as I think I am. And here's an opportunity to shift that, not just for me, but for my business or for my organization.
0: Mm, Absolutely.
1: Yes. For anyone who's listening today, again, Gabriel Basque is my guest today, executive coach, LMI Canada, and a great discussion we're having about the power of effective leadership in communication, <laughs> raw, real, and relevant is where it's at, <laughs> as we've just found out from Gabriel. And yeah, really, you know, checking the ego at the door is a huge part of that. So Gabriel, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Before you go, though, is there something you'd like to pass along to the audience that can help them either get started or move them forward in their leadership and their communication.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One of the tools that I'm blessed to have, obviously working with LMI leadership management national, it's called a goal planning sheet. So it's a GPS and simple question is obviously if you're driving to a destination, the first thing you would need to make sure you arrive to the destination is a GPS The goal planning sheet works the exact same way when it comes to your goal setting. There's 10 steps to that plan and it works 100% of the time if you're willing to take action on that plan. So what I would love to give to you if you're interested, you can literally just give me a quick text at my number 1506-955-2798. You can text leadership to
1: that number and I can send you the goal planning sheet Okay. So again, that's 506-955-2798. And what was the word you want people to text you? Leadership. Okay. So text that to Gabriel and he'll send you the planning sheet. And by the way, if you're not in a place where you can write that number down. It will be in the show notes later, as will be the link. So you can find out more about Gabriel. If you'd like to schedule more time with him, or if you'd like to find out about more about LMI or some of his offerings, his training and coaching, it'll be available in the show notes as well. Gabriel, I'm going to give you the opportunity to give one final thought or comment before I let you go. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure.
0: (laughs) I've honestly feel like just sharing A bit about Gabe personally. And uh, this is just me walking and being raw, real, and relevant. So I'll be sharing my own personal mission statement, vision statement, and purpose statement. So my mission statement is to love the world unconditionally. A mission is what and how you do, which is your message into this world. My purpose, which is the why that mission is factual. My purpose is because I know love changes everything. My vision is to eventually live in a world in which we can all love our
1: neighbors. Gabriel Basque, executive coach. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to to chat with me on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform.
0: Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca and don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard 72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.